Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about small business owners with a 401k, what you need to know and what options you have in light of the COVID-19 financial crisis. Please subscribe to my podcast channel. You could check out my podcasts uh, wherever podcasts can be heard, whether it's Apple or Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, check us out. I uh, release a podcast each week and I discuss relevant retirement topics uh, that focus on alternative assets and other tax planning opportunities uh, for individuals and business owners. So today I want to talk about what options you have if you have a business that has a 401k plan and are now being financially impacted by COVID-19. What do you do? So just to back up, there's three types of 401k plans. Essentially, there's a solo 401k if you're self-employed. And then there's a traditional 401k, which is a 401k plan that is generally geared to a business with employees that is subject to ERISA plan testing, which means there's deferral testing, contribution testing, top-heavy testing. Essentially means that the tests must satisfy the ERISA rules to make sure that all employees are getting fair benefits under the plan. And then the third and most popular type of 401k is the Safe Harbor 401k. And the Safe Harbor 401k basically says this, we're going to let the highly compensated business owners and executives max out their contributions, 19500 or 26000 if over 50, and the owners will give a contribution to all participants in order to make things fair. And generally under Safe Harbor, there's either elective, 3 to 5% of the salary, or non-elective, which is 3% automatically, irrespective of whether the employee contributes or not to the plan. And by the company doing that, the business owners and highly compensated employees can guarantee that they can max out. So a lot of small businesses do Safe Harbors. The issue is we're in a financial crisis, there's potentially up to 35% unemployment, Businesses are shutting down. Uh, 80% of America is essentially quarantined. Uh, April, we're talking April 6, 2020. So there's a lot of uh, health um, concerns and financial concerns. And what do you do if you're a business owner and you have to make safe harbor contributions, but you want to preserve cash flow? So I'm going to give you a couple options. Number one, generally, most businesses will make safe harbor contributions. That three to three five percent, elective or non-elective with the employee's payroll. So if someone makes $40,000 and the company has a 3% safe harbor, then the company will be required to make a $1,200 contribution divided by how many pay periods. So let's say it's 26 pay periods divided by the 1200 bucks and you know whatever it is, um, 60 or so bucks a pay period need to be put into the uh, employee's uh, account. However, there is the opportunity to delay making that safe harbor contribution until the company files a tax return. So that's something that um, some businesses may want to consider. And that's pretty much my first solution is if you can show there's financial um, difficulty because of the coronavirus, you have the ability to essentially pause or delay the safe harbor contribution until the return is filed. So you need to show that you're either operating an economic loss to fund the safe harbor contribution, um, or you can amend the plan to give employees 30 day notice of what you're going to do. But essentially that is a, uh, a smart thing. You can essentially pause it and they'll give yourself 
time to make up that safe harbor contribution uh, later on when you file your tax return. <clears throat> so maybe a year down the road, you still have to make that contribution, but at least you give yourself some time. Um, so that's what a lot of small businesses are doing. That's my uh, suggestion. If you are a small business, have safe harbor contributions, don't want to make them with payroll, you want to preserve cash, definitely think about simply delaying that safe harbor contribution, allowing the plan to still remain in existence. Employee can still make elective contributions. They can pause them. But of course, the employee has the option to make contributions. That's always their choice. However, the employer generally under safe harbor rules, must make at least a minimum 3% contribution. Again, we have financial uncertainty, difficulty, liquidity issues. Solution, delay it until the company files its return next year and then make up that contribution. What happens if you just want to pause the safe harbor? You don't want to make any more contributions now or basically in the future. What do you do? So again, you could pause the safe harbor contributions. You have to show again you're at an operating, at an economic loss, or you can amend your plan docs, giving the employees 30-day notice. The issue is you're still subject to plan testing. And likely, if the highly compensated employees are making contributions and have in the past, you likely can fail the top-heavy test, meaning too much of the contributions are allocated to the high compensated employees. And what will happen is then the highly compensated employees may have to give back some of the contributions they've taken. So one thing to do is you can have your highly compensated employees, the business owners stop making contributions now. So you can pause or essentially terminate safe Harbor, have the highly compensated stop making the contributions. However, you can still fail the test based off past contributions. So there's, there's still a risk that you could fail the contributions. Uh, the American Retirement Association is asking Congress to allow employers to suspend contributions without the need to run discrimination tests. That's something they did in 08 with the financial crisis. There's no guidance yet. Uh, that's something I hope um, Congress will consider because a lot of small businesses could be in some peril. But that's an option. What happens if you just want to terminate the plan? Just get rid of it. You don't can't afford it anymore. Um, the, obviously, the advantage, you don't have to run a discrimination test to make up the 3% contribution. The negative, you still have to fund the plan through the date of termination. And then there's also additional costs of termination. So it's never great to terminate a plan. The whole idea of a 401k is it should be permanent. So not a recommendation I would make. Maybe it's better to delay safe harbor contributions or maybe pause them and give yourself some flexibility. But for many small businesses that uh, I work with, I've told my clients just hold off making the safe harbor contributions. Let's see where we're at in uh, six months, a year, 12 months, 14 months, but don't terminate the plan. I think there's costs and um, obviously uh, it's, it's quite a negative thing. So Anna Bergman, uh, IRA Financial, hope you found the podcast helpful and insightful. Please subscribe, um, listen to my podcast. They're uh, dropped every week on various uh, topics involving retirement accounts, current events investments, alternatives specifically, and some really uh, interesting and cool stuff. Thanks for listening and until next time.